Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So four weeks ago in the cycle of the Chaldean Church, four weeks ago Jesus said in the Gospel to his apostles, he said, Amen, Amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do and will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. Now that's a bold statement. I mean, if we think about that, what Jesus is saying to his apostles and to us is you will do greater things than me. Yes, Jesus did amazing and crazy things. For, I mean, he resurrected from the dead. And Jesus said, you will do even greater work. Not only will you do the works that I did while I was on earth, but you'll do greater works than me. And that might be hard to believe, right? That might be very, very difficult for us to believe. How are we able to do what Jesus did and do even greater things than Jesus did? How are we supposed to do that? And Jesus gives us the answer in today's gospel. All these questions, I'm sorry, all these uh, readings, one week after the other, they all tie in together. How are we going to do, Jesus, what you said four weeks ago? You're going to do greater works than me. You're going to do miraculous things through me. How? And Jesus gives us the answer today. He says, but I tell you the truth, it is better for you that I go. They're telling him, hey, don't go, stay with us, please, we need you. Don't leave us now, you're finally back, you've resurrected from the dead. Jesus is saying, it's better for you guys that I go. Why? It's better for you that I go, for if I do not go, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him. We will do greater things than Jesus. That sounds arrogant. That sounds crazy. How? Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. We're able to do great things because at our baptism, we receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is able to guide us and direct us in a direction that we're able to do amazing and beautiful, great things. But for many of us, the Holy Spirit has fallen asleep. The Holy Spirit has fallen asleep in our lives. And brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit has not been the one who's fallen asleep. We have fallen asleep about the power that resides in you and me, which is the Holy Spirit. We are the ones who have fallen asleep. Again, Jesus is like, I want to do great, amazing things through you. You'll set this world on fire. I don't see the world being set on fire. I see the opposite. Why? It's because we have fallen asleep to the Holy Spirit within us who wants to do these great things. Well, what great things, Jesus? What do you want to do through me? What do you want to do? Jesus makes that very clear too. He said what type of great things he wants to do last week's reading. He said, The signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents and snakes with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Those are the things that Jesus wants us to do. He wants us literally to go up to people and say, you're not feeling well, I'm place my hand on you. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Casting out demons. The demon of fear, in the name of Jesus, be gone out of this person's life. But again, we're not seeing this happen, not because God doesn't want it, it's because we have fallen asleep to the Holy Spirit. You may be thinking, come on, Father, like you can't be serious. Like Jesus really wants me to cast out demons and to do these things that he said, like, really? Are you serious? And brothers and sisters, if Jesus said it, then we have to believe it because there is no limits to Jesus. He's God. He's limitless. He's limitless. But for, many, for many of us, right, the Holy Spirit can't do those great things, laying hands on people, casting out demons, um, putting our hands on the sick and they heal. He can't do those great things through us because we are ignoring the invitations from the Holy Spirit and the small things. How is God supposed to do these amazing and great things if we're not even attentive to the Holy Spirit and the small day-to-day -day stuff? 
until we wake up to the Holy Spirit and start listening to the Holy Spirit who's inviting us in the small things day to day, then we'll never be ready and available for the Holy Spirit to say, go place your hand on that person and heal them. It's in the small things first. It's in those invitations that we get on a daily basis. The day-to-day stuff, that's when the Holy Spirit is able to give us and entrust us with big, huge, beautiful things. Great things that Jesus himself did because he said in the Bible. And that's why we need Pentecost. Pentecost is not a historical event. Today we celebrate Pentecost. The word penta comes from 50. It's 50 days after Easter. The Holy Spirit came down upon the apostles 50 days later after he resurrected from the dead. That's why we need Pentecost. We're not celebrating a historical event today, brothers and sisters. Today we are receiving an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Every year the church gives us Pentecost to say, wake up and let me pour down my spirit upon you to go out and be a witness and do great things. Today the Holy Spirit will fall afresh to fall anew upon us if we want it. But some of us are like the car in neutral, in the car wash. You just place it in neutral, and it goes in the car wash, and it stops. And it goes, and it stops. It goes, and it stops. And that's how we're living our lives today, some of us. We go, and we're just stopped. And we go, and we stop. That's not a Holy Spirit-filled life. That is not fun. That's not a journey. That's not exciting. It's not exciting. And that's not what Jesus, that's not what the Holy Spirit, that's not what the Father desire for us. I could speak for my own life. I've gotten better by the grace of God at being attentive to the Holy Spirit and the small invitations throughout my day, which allow me to do great things today. And that might sound arrogant, like Father said he does great things. Not, it's not arrogant because it has nothing to do with me. I'm not saying, look at what I've done. I'm saying, because I've been attentive, more attentive over the years about Responding to the invitations of the Holy Spirit throughout my day. In the small things, God has just done great things through me. <laughs> Not because I'm a priest, it's because of who the Holy Spirit is. I went to, uh, there's, a, there's a, a nursing home by St. Thomas, and somebody called uh, one of our parishioners and they said, you know, my grandfather's in the, in the, uh, in the nursing home, so will you go and uh, anoint? And I'm like a very like, very like type A scheduled person, go in, go out, you know, don't, don't really like deviate away from my schedule. So I go in and I anoint this person and I'm walking out and I just heard from across the hall, Brian. And I was like, oh, maybe somebody's in another room and their name is Brian or whatever. So I didn't think anything of it. So I started to walk towards the elevator, gotta go, gotta go, I'm gonna schedule, got things to do. And I heard my name again. And I'm not like a, I promise you, I'm not just saying this, I'm not like a nosy person. Like, I'm not going to sneak my head in a room. Is there someone in a Brian? But something just said, go back. So I go back and I walk in and there's this Chaldean woman sitting in her room alone. And for those who understand, it's, it's fun you're in Chaldean. I, I hope you understand Chaldean. But I walk in, she goes, My dear sister, I miss you. I haven't seen you in so long. I'm like, okay, homegirl, like, I'm a man. I'm wearing my collar, I'm a priest, like, I'm glad we're friendly, but, like, I know my gender, like, I, you know, we're good out here. She was like, I, and she's, you know, and she's kissing me, and she's hugging me, and, and this and that, and 
I just, well, I just sat there and I let her. And I'm like, Iwan Tote, Iwan Biwada, everything is, I miss you too. And we're having this conversation. She thought I was her sister. Like this woman obviously had like some type of dementia. But she was so happy when I walked into that room. The Holy Spirit was prompting me, was inviting me to go into her room. And I went. I thought I heard my name. Nobody was in there. And we're having this conversation in Chaldean. She thinks I'm her sister. I didn't stop her and correct her. And I actually anointed her. She didn't ask for anointing. Nobody told me to anoint her. I anointed her. The Holy Spirit was saying, anoint her while you're here. So she didn't make the connection. My sister, this is my sister. She's anointing me. She didn't need to make the connection. But I anointed her. And then I took her hand and I placed it on my head. I said, You have to pray on me now. I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, let her pray on you. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm the priest. And I took her hand, and she's like, "La la, lebi, lebi, analizi dodon sloti illah." You know, you know. And I'm like, "Dre, dre ida khareshi." I took her hand, and I placed it on my head, and she started praying on my head. And I just felt this like warmth go through my body. I blessed her by walking in and thinking that whatever clarity or whatever she needed from her sister, she finally saw her sister. I was able to bless her through the Holy Spirit, and she was able to bless me. And I could be crazy. But as I was walking out, I heard her say, Like, thank you, Jesus. But I was able to do something great. Because I've been more attentive to the small things where Jesus is saying, was saying to me the small things, like, here is where I need you. Are we listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit? And throughout our day, each of us... Each of us is being invited by the Holy Spirit to bear fruit of the Holy Spirit in the small day-to-day stuff so that we can, so we can say yes to the invitation again from the Holy Spirit for the big things. Every holy relationship bears holy fruit. If you want to know, Holy Spirit, am I in tune to you? Look at the fruit that's being born in our lives. If we're not bearing, or if we're not, if, 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 if holy fruit is not being born in our lives from us being the tree, then I'm not really connected to the Holy Spirit. And we're told in Galatians 5, fruits of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, generosity, self-control, gentleness. These are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, then my life is bearing fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's how we know I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit. I am listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. If by the end of each day, If I didn't bear at least one fruit of the Holy Spirit of love, or joy, or peace, or patience, or kindness, faithfulness, generosity, self-control, gentleness, then I wasted my day on me, rather than contributing to my relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit. If I went my whole day without bearing any fruit of the Holy Spirit, that day was about me. Holy relationships... Produce holy fruit. Often we say, God, give me love. Give me peace. God, I need, I need patience. As if God's like this vending machine. He's just going to drop it on us when we fall asleep. No. The Holy Spirit says, let's do this together. I'll give you more love. You're praying for more faith. I'll give these things to you. But listen to my invitations where to love throughout your day. And the small things, who you live with. 
and then I can do great and beautiful things through you. Right, the Holy Spirit, fruit of love, for example, the definition of love is the good of the other, and the Holy Spirit is calling us to look out for the good of the other throughout my day. Your mom needs you right now. Your sister needs help. And I respond, the Holy Spirit prompts me, invites me in the small things so that way I can do big things one day when it comes to love. And love somebody who murdered somebody I love. Or the Holy Spirit of peace, right? The Holy Spirit fruit of peace, I should say. Right? The devil can cause chaos outside of us, but we allow the devil to rob us of our peace in the inside, and it's a choice that we give the devil, because if I am producing the fruit of peace, and that comes from the Holy Spirit, then I can remain in peace even though everything around me is in chaos. Right? The Holy Spirit prompts hey, things didn't go as planned, but don't lose your peace right now by reacting in anger and resentment. Am I responding to that so that way I cannot lose my peace in the big things? The Holy Spirit of patience, right? People come to confession. I need more patience. I pray for patience on the road, my children, my spouse. Throughout my day, the Holy Spirit's prompting us, inviting us and saying, calm down, I'm with you. That's how we gain patience in the big, huge things. Right? The Holy Spirit fruit of faithfulness. Being faithful to God even when experiencing suffering, fear, unexpected uncertainties that come up. And the Holy Spirit saying, don't leave, I'm here. I'm here with you in this time of uncertainty. Yes, you're going through a difficult time. I'm here with you. Where the devil says, run. Don't be faithful. So that way, it's the invitations to the small things that were able to be the yes to the big things. The Holy Spirit, fruit of self-control, right? Food, social media, the internet, whatever it may be. And the Holy Spirit's constantly prompting us in the small day-to-day things. Hey, be careful. Don't click on that girl in the bikini on Instagram because that's going to lead you down a slippery slope. Don't be in the car with this person you're attracted to because that's not a good idea. It's the small things. We ignore them and then we want to be faithful in the big things and we're not able to. So, brothers and sisters, today, finally, the, this, the spirit of, of uh, the Holy Spirit, fruit of gentleness, right? With ourselves and with other people, the Holy Spirit is just saying, hey, be gentle to yourself right now. Yeah, you didn't do how you want to do on your exam. But you're not stupid. You're not an idiot. You're not a failure. Don't live in the past. Move forward. That's what the Holy Spirit prompts us. And if we respond yes to that, then we will be able to be faithful in the big things as well. So today we just call down the Holy Spirit. Right now, I just ask you to, uh, we'll just end with this, just, uh, these, uh, just, these, uh, uh, just this prayer. So just kind of place yourself in the, in the Spirit right now. Just maybe close your eyes for two seconds. Just imagine the Holy Spirit coming down upon us in a powerful way, the same way he did 2,000 years ago. This is a current event, Pentecost. It's not a historical event. So just say these words with me. Come, Holy Spirit. Fall afresh on me and my family right now. Holy Spirit, fall anew on me and my family right now. Consume me, Holy Spirit, and help me to set this world on fire. Amen.